welcome to A Local and a Foreigner. My name is Anneli and I'm from Germany. And my name is Martin and I'm from Australia. It has been a while. It has been, yes. We're only seven episodes in and we've already missed one. We had a little break, that's true. We did have a little break. Do you want to... Well, we got, I was thinking it would kind of be funny to actually have done a podcast last week, but it would be me sitting on this couch, just like, kind of like, just looking at you on, <laughs> just on the floor, and then you'd have to do all the talking and I could just make... Mm, Noises. Mm, 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 mm. But why was that? I had my wisdom teeth removed last week, so that's why we couldn't do the podcast. How was the whole experience? It was actually... Uh, it was horrible. Like, I can't even, like, deny it. It was just a terrible experience. Like, one part of me goes, like, if you are to get... If you are, like, needing to get your wisdom teeth removed, maybe double-think it. I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> I, it was really terrible. Like, I only have two wisdom teeth as well, so it's not even, like, as, it's half as bad as what most people get. But it was really painful. The recovery from it was, like super uncomfortable took a while didn't it yeah it was just nasty all around like the whole experience itself was just terrible um i mean i guess i can talk about it a little bit i had my wisdom teeth removed um when i was 18 Mm. so it's it's been a while and i remember for my part i was so keen to get all because i had four i wanted to get all four um yeah out of my mouth at the same time i was like there's from the stories i heard i was like there's no way i'm gonna go in again and like go through the whole process again and um i ended up kind of like arguing with the doctor and um the doctor was like uh now we're gonna do one side and uh then you're gonna come in another time and i finally kind of like bowed down i was like okay (laughs) giving up here we're doing like one side and then i have to come back eventually and um i remember i arrived that day with the uh, anticipating that we would do one side and i was sitting down and the doctor goes like oh we're doing all four and internally i was like huh i thought um, we would do like one side but i was like so keen to get all four out that i just didn't bother to say anything yeah i can imagine I mean, it's kind of like nipple piercings, right? I mean, I don't have nipple piercings, but... (laughs) Yeah, but I hear that a lot of people that do, they either have one of them or the piercer tells them like, okay, we're going to do two at the same time. Because I hear that most of the time the the pain is just so horrible that no one wants to get the second one done. It's just so excruciatingly painful. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so they like... Lie you down. This is what I hear. I'm maybe I'm just mansplaining what nipple piercings are <laughs> as a person that has not had a nipple piercing. No, but I, I mean, you can also have a nipple piercing as a man. Like everyone who has nipples. Surely that's have. not as painful. Well, I mean, are your nipples? I had nipples sensitive. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess that's just like a question you can like go through in your head and then. Uh, I, I, well, I don't think that I, I, I would like to go out on a whim and say that probably men's nipples are not as sensitive as women's nipples. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to speak on the behalf of 
Uh, I don't like, think I, I'm ninety-eight percent sure that they're not. They can't be. Okay, well, I don't know. There's not as many like nerves there and things like that. It can't be. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, and plus I think it goes through a different part as well in the men. It doesn't actually go through the little like nipple part. It goes through like more of like the skin, because there's not as much nipple there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, the nipple on a male body is definitely uh, unnecessary because it's not serving any purpose. So they're like, I don't know what the actual word is. I remember we had that in bio biology class um, back in high school. But there are like certain things and that are like that we still have as humans or like you can find in other animals as well. They still have that, but it's unnecessary. As an example, you would find... Um, that horse still has the um, the bone for a thumb. <laughs> so do so do like dogs and cats, and but it's completely unnecessary for them. You know that some people are born with tails. Yeah, exactly. That's like one of those examples where it like you, goes the other it? way. Would you keep it? Well, I don't think so. I don't know. I. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like pretty, like it's like a knob. Yeah, I guess it's something that you maybe your parents decide for you eventually when you're. I don't you're think so. I think the dogs are probably just goes. Like, I've never true. seen a photo of it. Have you? Uh, yeah, I think in biology class. <laughs> what are they showing you in biology? <laughs> Gosh. There's also people with like a third nipple or so. I think I know a couple of people with third nipples. It's not that uncommon. I don't know anyone. It doesn't no. look as, like, outrageous as you think it does. Like, everyone ex it, it thinks it's going to be, like, the same size as all their other nipples and, like, be the same color and things like that. It just looks like a discolored mole, the one that I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think it's more common on men than it is on women. Oh, okay. Could be wrong about that, but the two that I've seen have been on men. Okay, yeah, I don't... I, f I feel like I've seen... Well, I've seen one, and I think it was on a woman. Okay. But I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Should we go back to my, my wisdom teeth story? Yes, please. Yes, please. Tell me all about went it. Went off track onto, onto nipples. <laughs> what do nipples and teeth have in common? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I don't even know if it's worth telling. It's just like me complaining about, oh, poor me, I was it just got my teeth pulled out and it really hurt. Um, but yeah, basically, I, I was not expecting to get the teeth pulled out. Like, when it comes to this type of stuff, I just avoid it until it becomes like a really big problem and then I go eventually do it. And it wasn't really too much of a problem because I wasn't having any pain. So I thought I would just go to like the consultation and just like talk about it with them and then like reschedule, like schedule the surgery for like six months time but then just inevitably <laughs> forget about it but then i get in there and he sits me down and he's like okay so um we're gonna do the um we're gonna do the surgery today i'm like oh no 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 we're just talking about it and um also i think i need another x-ray because there was a problem with my teeth being really close to the nerve and they were worried that they're like gonna pull the tooth out and like rip the nerve or something like that so I like finally talked to him like, yeah, I think we should get this like x-ray done. He's like, yeah, you could get it done. Couldn't get it done. Whatever. Like you, you can kind of decide it would be safer if you do get it done. And I was thinking like, look, 
I do want to be safe, but I also don't want to get it done today. I don't want to get this fucking surgery done at all. So let's do this. Let's do the x-ray. You know, in Australia, the x-ray, if it's a normal x-ray, they're probably inside the doctor's office, but, or the, um, or the dentist, but for these like more advanced x-rays, it's like a 3D one. I was like, for sure, this is like a specialized x-ray like place where you go. And, uh, and I was like, okay, so you're going to write me a recommendation, right? And I'll go, I'll go off and I'll go off and get this x-ray. He's like, I go in three weeks. <laughs> uh, no, we have the x-ray, uh, in the back of the uh, office. And I'm like, oh. No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, so I, I then like dawned on me. I'm like, I'm getting my, it's happening today. <laughs> There's no more avoiding, like no more running away. No more running away from this. It's happening today. I get the x-ray done. And I, d- I did like some anxious Googling before I went. I was like, it's- always like well the no it actually right thing to do what for, for this time it was because they what? were like no it's not painful they just numb it like i was really concerned about the pain of the needle um but the needle actually didn't hurt at all like the internet actually said but then the internet was like you're going to be numb and you're not going to like feel anything that was a lie <laughs> that was a complete bloody lie what an absolute lie that is i don't i don't want to scare anyone it hurts it hurts i don't care how much they numb your mouth it hurts a lot for me it didn't i have to say i didn't felt anything i just heard things and uh that was weird it was very weird um but i didn't mind it yeah i don't know maybe i'm such i'm a freaking weirdo for saying that but i mean i was kind of okay with it i was also kind of amazed by what she was capable of doing while i didn't feel anything and she like had like i'm getting like her- shivers thinking about it right now <laughs> like he literally <laughs> told me like the worst things like he's like um oh he like numbed it didn't numb it enough so he had to numb it a few times i think so originally he gave me two needles on each side to numb it and then at the end of by the by the end of the surgery, I had had eight needles, like four on each side. So he doubled the amount of doses on each side to keep, make sure it was numb enough. And he's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna test now." Oh gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna test now. Oh. You're and, feeling the pain right yes, now. Yes, because he didn't test with like a flat object. He tested with the scalpel. Oh. So like pressing is like. Do you feel trigger any, warning? Do, do trigger you feel warning. anything? Do you feel anything? Like, oh no, I don't feel anything. Oh, I feel something. I feel something. It's like, oh, and he, he like I felt it badly. He's like, oh, seems like it is not numb. <laughs> like it's not fucking numb. No, it's not. And he had what I told you. Oh, he numbs it more, and then the noise of the scalpel like going in, like that. It's so gross. It is so disgusting. And then, and then, and then even further is like trying to get it out. And, um, I remember I've had some teeth removed in the past and the dentist was always like, you can hear a little bit of noise. It's you're almost done. It's so close. It's fine. It's, it's almost over. This guy was like the opposite. This guy's like, oh, it's, it's really hard. It's, I can't get it out. It just doesn't <laughs> want to come out. I'm going to have to cut it in half again. I'm just imagining my tooth being sawed in half as he's like sawing it in half. Oh, terrible. It's horrible. And then he, he gets this like thing is you can hear the cracking as the tooth comes from the bone. 
And I'm like, I don't want to know this. I don't want to know. <laughs> and that's the bit that really hurt. It's like, it must have been like really pulling at my jaw muscle. I don't, it was really painful. Or it's like right up against the nerve. Um, and instead of it being 30 minutes, it took over an hour or something like that because he just couldn't get the teeth out. It's like my yeah. teeth are really big for my mouth. Um, and he ended up, normally they can pull, sometimes they can pull the tooth out just like without cutting it. And occasionally they have to cut it in half and then pull it out in two pieces. He had to cut both teeth into four, four pieces. Wow. Yeah. So probably the root had been like had grown at that point and was like fully evolved. So it was like really like entered yeah. into your jaw. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So actually me delaying it kind of did a bad thing, didn't it? Yeah. So if I did actually go get it done earlier, it probably wouldn't have been as bad. I think they like normally you would try. Um, I mean, I guess you would see if the wisdom teeth, if they come out, if they do something, if they fit in your jaw, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Or if they like push on a nerve or something like that. So they would like check, do they have to be removed? Is like this, because at the end of the day, it's a surgery. Is this surgery necessary? Um, and then if it is, they would try and get it out before the root yeah starts to like really anchor into the jaw i mean i was told from when i was like 12 or like even earlier that i was going to have wisdom teeth i think they could see like them starting to develop um when i was like really young and they're like oh you don't have to worry about it for a few years and then i moved out of home and i had like my me going to the dentist like kind of Instead of it being a six-month thing, it became like a, like a four-year thing. Yeah, like a two- to four-year thing. It's like, not good. Don't do that. I heard horror stories about people going... I was really worried about that because a guy I used to work with, um, he hadn't been to the dentist in four years as well, and he went there and he needed like four root canals. Oof. Yeah, like it's like, that was pretty... And I was really quite worried about when I was going to go that that was going to be the way. But I do take really good care of my teeth, um, and I didn't need anything, but... Besides the wisdom teeth coming out, um, which is now done. It's still kind of tender. It's been about eight, eight or nine days. It's not quite done yet. I have a lot of teeth sensitivity. I'm so yeah. glad it's done. I'm so glad I don't have any top ones. Wow. It was just like a trip. I just remember it being over. My mouth is completely swollen. I'm standing up. I must have looked like an absolute crazy person because when I went to... Um, get the x-ray i had to take the earrings out of my ears yeah so i put them on top of my hat and the hat was like sitting like uh like on my bag and then, like went down got surgery got up and just like obviously i'm just kind of traumatized like i was like i want to go home um i just picked the hat up and i just feel the earrings just fling across the room and go everywhere and i'm like oh no and then i'm like searching on the floor and this like dentist surgery for these earrings and the guy just looks at me like i am out of my entire mind <laughs> i can't speak i can't swallow i can't feel my tongue i can't feel anything and i'm on the floor like touching it he's like is everything okay have you lost something <laughs> you lost your what <laughs> I just couldn't say it and I had to like I was like I lost like I finally got it through he's like oh you lost your earring and I like f the nurse found one and he's like she's like oh you got here it is I'm like uh like trying to say that like there was two it took her like a solid few minutes until like I was like oh there's like a second one and at that point I'm like 
these tenure eclairings are not worth me like padding around on the bottom of this dentist floor like and i'm just like don't i'm like trying to be like don't worry about it like and then it's just yeah they're not understanding anything it was a disaster and then i had to get home the buses the trains weren't working I had to like ride on my bicycle for like half an hour with like a swollen mouth it was just tragic sounds like a very sweet experience yeah it's just me whining well i think it's like whining hour it's it totally um, well it's yeah. good if you can i think they don't allow you to drive after, after i didn't surgery, know that yeah after surgery like that do they like you i don't think it said they, on the form you could not i was actually planning to drive home but drive a car yeah, yeah. How's your experience been with driving cars in general? That's a good question. Um, like, we got the driver's license. Have yes. you got some use out of it? We've got actually a lot of use since. out of it. We've actually got a ton of use out of it. Um, so the biggest thing that I... The biggest difference I've noticed is that, uh, actually, here's a fun fact for you. Um, mm. 80% of the cars in Europe that are sold each year are manual, compared to 9.2% in Australia. It's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. I would, I mean, you know that from us going somewhere in a car, most of the time it's undeniably, but you are the one driving. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm the one with the least amount of manual experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also like, I mean, to be fair, the cars we take, that are like they're automatic they are automatic occasionally they're not though yeah and we've had a few manual cars um i just remember we've had a few breakdowns not automatic not from the car but from the driver <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's that's what happens when you don't like drive for a very long time and you don't like rare r rarely any driving i think your is... speciality when you drive is making the car smell funny <laughs> that happened twice that happened you just twice. panic and you just press all of the <laughs> all of the pedals and you just wiggle the stick make it work <laughs> i'm like like baking a cake basically baking like, a cake with the gear here. stick and just pressing random pedals the brake the accelerator the clutch and all at the same time the car is just And then the car smells like, like, I don't know, I guess like shredded aluminium or something like that, like burnt oil or something for the next like hour. Exactly, exactly. Annalise a little burnout. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally and like Mentally mechanically. And mechanically. Annalise a little burnout. I love that. Um, so after that experience, that was the first time we drove together, I think, was um, to go pick your stuff up, up from, from berlin yeah, from and yes indeed like this all might sound like a big joke but like that was unfortunately reality i did make the car smell funny a little bit and yeah. i did have like a little mental breakdown but yet again i it was like i think like about like three years or so had passed at that time where i didn't drop like drove the car which is something you should not let happen guys like if you have a driver's license yeah. try and get some practice in Need to use it yeah and um use it or lose it really it's like it totally is something you need to be like continuously exercising because it's one of those skills that like if you do pick it up after five years of not using it you're kind of at risk you know 
because the learning lesson can be your life you know like that's kind of yeah. it's got to be serious but like i guess like if you make a mistake because you haven't been driving like someone or yourself will pay the price so i don't know i mean like maybe just the the moral of the story is like i take it take it easy if you haven't driven in a long time like drive it around like the block or something like that but like it's always but hard also if you don't feel comfortable driving a manual car just like switch to an automatic if you have the possibility there is no problem driving automatics you're not yeah. a loser you're not any less of a person even though the germans make you feel like that <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't <laughs> so the first time that i drove a, a manual in germany uh was with our friend chris um i was driving it um to the south of germany can't remember where we're actually going in particular oh we're going to yeah Mannheim, and um he hadn't had much sleep and i had never driven on the right side of the road in a manual car on the right on the left side of the car yeah left right. side of the car right side of the road so you're dealing with your the manual the gearbox with your right hand instead of your left hand yeah so to keep in to put in perspective i have driven a car quite a lot in australia um i owned a car for many years um i did a lot of driving it was a manual it was an automatic car and i learned how to drive a manual from my friend in a in a parking lot for about an hour so it wasn't an instructor, it wasn't my mum, my dad, it was just my friend who owned a manual car said, let's go to the parking lot and I'm going to teach you how to get to second gear. And that is the extent of my knowledge of manual cars. That's crazy. That, um, that, is, that is like really, that, yeah, crazy. But I mean, over here, I think what a lot of people do when they teach, or like when, like, let's say like someone is learning how to drive a car and you are... You have a family friend or your grandpa or your grandma or your uncle, aunt, like whoever in your family, mom, dad, they go, like you have special places where you can go as someone who has not like officially like learned how to drive a car. You can go there with like a relative or like someone who do you owns still a need car? like some sort of license yes yeah, someone has to hold a license but you do you have to be of a certain age uh no so you I could be 10 six... years old and uh, someone no, could... no 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 not like that like you have to be like at least 16 you have to be in that like learning age of like so wait there's one driver's license for you is there well the, someone has to go there with the car and that person needs to hold a driver's license. Yeah, I understand, but you don't need to own. I don't. Need you to don't hold anything. like a like a probationary. No, or absolutely nothing. Okay. I can, but it's like, I don't know. It's like quite a small spot where you can like drive the car around like the circle and kind of like learn how to. Do, do you pay to go to it, or is yeah, it like an, oh, really do. interesting? Okay. And then that's the official one, and then obviously there's the unofficial way to do it of like. Just like knowing someone who lives like super far out and like, I don't know, has maybe a little bit of space or like knows a spot where you can go and then you go there and like... That's that's how I... Train a little bit. That's how I learned. When I was 14 years old, my mom let me drive the car around um, where my grandma used to live, this like kind of cul-de-sac. We just do a lap around it, go down the street, round the roundabout and then back again. It's the first time I ever drove a car. 
And then in Australia, your parents teach you how to drive the car 90% of the time. 99% of the time, I would say. So my parents taught me how to drive the car. I had one driving lesson just before my test. Um, but it's two. It's a two-year cycle to get your driver's license. So your parents teach you for like a year and a half, and then they advise you to like go get a, uh, a lesson done with like a driving instructor just to like kind of learn the little details of what the um the test person is going to be looking for yeah um so i did that um i did most of my driving in melbourne and then like moved to sydney and then i had no one to drive with i didn't have a car or anything like that and then i like did it with a a driving instructor twice and both times were like the most stressful thing i've ever done there's like sydney roads a is like mayhem and chaos like, combined <laughs> there's like literally third world country driving there and then the second thing is that like the driving instructors suck they're like they're not they realize that you're ready to take the test but they will never tell you that because then they've just lost their business yeah you know so i was like it's like i called them up I'm like hey i want to pay for one lesson just to check before my test can we go do this he's like oh yeah i guess so i'm like can you tell me like if i'm ready for the test and then at the end, they will they, never tell they you. They always that you're do that. Ready. They always like, I'm always like, am I ready for the test? And like, well, you should really try and get as many lessons in before your test as possible. What does that mean? <laughs> am I ready for the test or not? You should really get your lessons in. Oh, you get get as many lessons in before now in the test. The test isn't booked. Yeah, you should still really get as many lessons in as possible. <laughs> okay, I understand what you're trying to say. You're trying to say you... is you're probably fine. Yeah. But we don't. But I need more money. <laughs> Give me your money, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but I had no problem. I passed my test the first time. And then... Good on you. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I did. I mean, for us, it's a bit different. We have to take driving lessons and we have to... We have a um, written test and we have then the practical test. The written test, I, like, like did very well on that, like, first go. And... My driving test, I mean, I was kind of nervous. Uh, you also have to pay for the test. It's not like that you just... Yeah, you pay for the Australian one yeah. as well. So you pay for the test and um, I... Uh, it, it went very well for, yeah, most of the time. It came like kind of like to the end. Mm -hmm. And I remember there being a like little ramp going up... Um, and in, there was a uh, traffic light yep. and in front of this was leading to the autobahn basically yep. in front of me was a truck a big truck yep. and the truck just made it mm. i thought did it anyway what whatever happened i just like fucked the car like stole the car and had to you did start just special smell <laughs> I had to start it again and then I stole it again and I was like because I was like I did everything right what the fuck went wrong so I was I did it again and I stole it again and I just like freaked out kind of because like it happened again and like twice or three times and then my driving teacher had to like jump in because I was like slowly rolling backwards on this and behind me there were cars and um then the guy, like the 
tester, <laughs> the person testing. Yeah, yeah. It was like, well, well, thank you, but Fels, like, this is a this, fail. This, like we are done here. <laughs> we are done and here. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Until I. Eventually, I realized what happened was that the gear was so used that I accidentally that it slipped into third gear yeah. and not in like the first gear where you start the car. So that happened twice. That's why because you can't start the car in third gear when you're going up a hill. It's maybe you can try and push it on a on like second gear. Uh, I've you can do it it's not good for the car but you can eventually do it but like third gear is like especially going yeah, up impossible totally, yeah. the second one the second test uh yeah exam or test i did went horrible <laughs> it's just so bad eventually i managed to pass it anyways um yeah but that was an experience so the, i heard this story that um one of the testing facilities uh, had some roadworks just outside where you drive out and they were failing like 90% of people that day because there was like a 10 meter stretch of roadworks down the street that exited and you had to slow down to 30, 30 or 20 kilometers, I believe in Australia, even if there is no sign, but there's obvious roadworks. So all these kids are just like firing down there at 50 kilometers an hour. Oh shit. Go past the roadworks. I'm like, okay, fail. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Poor kids. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, but I guess back to Germany, I, I think that the first time I drove, like I found it really hard to have enough space on the right side of the car. And I kept like sitting like really far to the right of the lane. And which was kind of spooky because I kind of hit the gravel at one point. Mm. Like freaked everyone out in the car. <laughs> I can't uh, imagine. Yeah, so that was, that was not good. Um, and then, like, I was a bit paranoid after that about, like, taking your family's cars out, like, with a manual gearbox and, like, I don't know, on, on roads. And, like, it, there's so many weird signs in this country as well, like, stuff that you need to know. Like, they hate putting, like, uh, the speed limit. They but, do. They really do. So sometimes it's like a basically like gambling you're like oh what is it is it 30 is it 40 is it 50 or are we yeah, over 50 it's so what annoying. is it it's so frustrating like what actually is the speed limit here um i yeah. think what i've learned is a unpopular opinion probably not actually autobahn is overrated <laughs> i fucking love it for me that's like the per especially if i'm in a manual car that's the but it's so amazing you just stay in the same gear you don't have to shift it no you just no, like no, no, go... no 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 the autobahn for foreigners okay this like special road where there is no speed limit and you can push your car to the max newsflash newsflash your car doesn't go that quick <laughs> <laughs> your honda Second. civic doesn't go that quick i promise you <laughs> you reach like one uh one one, one, one maybe, max maybe. making making funny noises and like oh my god are we just gonna like die here um yeah that it's not as cool as you think it is it's but like also surprise but there actually is a lot of parts where you have speed limits on the autobahn majority of it yeah yeah it's like you i think the longest stretch of un uh no, no speed limit zone that i've been probably about 10 kilometers 
Oh no, no maybe a little longer than that. Maybe about half an hour. Half an hour. No speed limit for half an hour. And then you get then you get back to I mean like and then and then don't even get me started on the amount of traffic jams on the autobahn. It's yeah. traffic jam central. It's like a joke. It's a literal joke. It's like you're going two hundred kilometers one second and zero kilometers <laughs> the next second. Like it's absolutely crazy. Um, so I mean like they love to have construction sites on the autobahn yeah and I also think that like your car going that quickly in a straight line it's not as fun as you think it is it's kind of like I would suggest not thinking about it while you're doing it because it gets scary it does get scary yeah especially if you're like taking a curve and you're just like then starting to think about how you're going around the curve and if you'd like now just like pull it to whatever we don't have to go or if you're it. in a see it a see it like people mover which is meant to go a total of 70 kilometers an hour and then you get there's like a a little bit on the accelerator gauge which has like a exclamation point like a don't go above this which is about a 145 kilometers under 45 kilometers and after that you can really feel that the car's like I'm it not doesn't quite this. doesn't quite work properly. Like you turn and it kind of is delayed to turn. It starts to shake. It's it really is not a fan of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's it's. I don't think it's as cool as make people make it out to seem. Like like the, people really fantasize about the autobahn in other countries. My brother yeah. was really into it for a bit. And did he drove on the autobahn? He was in a car that was going on the autobahn. He would never got to drive the car. Okay, I see. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just a highway that you go quick on. Like, it's mm -hmm. not nothing more. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't really, there's not much to say more about it. Um, yeah, it's an okay experience driving in this country. I don't think it's anything special. I don't think drivers are maybe a little more aggressive than other countries, but, I mean, not super aggressive. Um they still won't beep you if you're in the left lane. They'll just kind of sit there really passive aggressively. Maybe that's just like the, the kind of, the 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 actual feeling of Germany. Just extreme <laughs> passive aggressiveness. Just sitting up your yeah. ass the whole time, flashing the lights at you. A lot of complaining as well. <laughs> Come on, on you're gonna move. You're gonna move. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of great stories from driving on like for me on the opposite sides on the left side but that might like is something for another another episode yeah. and i can talk about the first time driving on the right side for me driving my motorbike from the top to the bottom of the bottom to the top of vietnam from somewhere to somewhere yep that was my first time driving on the right side of the road maybe they even drive on the left but yeah that was kind of cool as well um moving on we've moving got some on. animals to talk about yeah animals are moving as well maybe i should start the, doing the transitions again you just start doing the transitions again <laughs> i could have come up with something very funny but anyway i brought a few animals um if you've been they? if you've been around um last episode and um did a little quiz with us and the movie titles. I brought animals this week, and these animals, no, they're they're not here. Yeah, <laughs> they, I already made they, that they, joke <laughs> twice already. And didn't didn't <laughs> catch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, 
it's late, guys. <laughs> it is late, actually. Um, we had some technical issues at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have to be in your imagination, in your okay. in your mind. So you brought some words. I brought words. I will give you animals. the the translation, the literal translation of the German name of the animal, and then you will have to guess if like which animal. So actually, this is this was the original idea for the movies one. Um, the tr- animal translations. I've always found the translations for animal names in German to be the most wacky shit ever. It's <laughs> seriously so messed up. Like, uh, it's it's great. It's great. It kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't. Like, there's a certain type of thinking that you have to use to, like, really kind of make sense of these words, as we're about to find out, hopefully. Well, let's see if you can step into that kind of thinking. Okay. Um, Give it to me. Yeah. So I think we can like kind of start with a classic just to give the listeners a little taste test, see what we're talking about. Um, sea dog. Sea dog. Oh, well, I already know that. Um, that's yeah, a that's, seal. Yeah. What's the German? Seehund. Seehund. Exactly. Oh, that was so easy. a sea dog. Yeah. It looks sea like dog. a dog and it's in the sea. I guess it's a seal. There are actually like uh, loads of pictures of, um, I think, pit bulls and uh, seals in comparison. They kind of like the face is quite quite similar okay. or stuffies. Maybe I mean, it was what, stuffies. what else could it have been? I don't think that there's any other animals that it really could have been. Sea dog. No, not really. No. It doesn't look like a horse or anything like that. Maybe a turtle. A turtle? No, not really. Yeah, maybe not. Okay. Um, a turtle? What does a turtle look like? I'm not. Uh, you're, I'm... You probably have it in that list. I mean, probably under tortoise. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, tortoise and turtle is the same, right? Uh, they're like I think. One is bigger. Yeah, there are, there is a, it's like crocodiles and alligators. There okay, is some but, difference, but I'm yeah. not too sure what it is. I think one might lay eggs, and the other one gives live birth. That could be really wrong. <laughs> I actually, th- I, I think that could be right though. I think one actually lays eggs and one Zoologi- doesn't. Is there a word like zoologist? Zoologist. Zoologist. Yeah, I think we're the professionals. Zoologist. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite make sense. Um, the next one is uh, the naked snail. The naked snail. So is this a slug? Yeah, actually it is. Well, that one quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, what else could it have been? So, <laughs> naked snail. Is that the word for... Is that a similar word to bear? Like bit bar, bear? No. Nucket? Nucket? Nucked. Oh, I don't know the word for snail. Nacktschnecke. Nacktschnecke. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Nacktschnecke. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> No, it's not, but it's very weird. It's very descriptive. <laughs> Naked snail, nakshnika. Okay. <laughs> then we have um, inkfish. Oh, this is easy. Is it? Inkfish is going to be a squid. Yeah, it is. Inkfish. Um, inkfish. 
That's a little tough. Yeah, word. I'm not going to know the word for ink. It's tinta. So it would be tint and fish. Tint and fish. Okay. Okay. Um, because these were so easy, I have to try and find another one, which is maybe less easy. Um, what about stink animal? Stink animal. It's going to be easy. It's a skunk. <laughs> it is. Stinktier. Almost. Stinktier. Stinktier. And um, what about the lazy animal? That's a sloth. You are so good at that. Oh, come on. This, this <laughs> is mean, obvious. Not, this is completely I mean, obvious. Not so There's hard. some harder ones than this. I know there are. Um, yeah. The lazy well, animal that would be... Oh, lazy. Lazy. Not tired. No, it's not tired. Oh, lazy. Lazy is foul. 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 Foul tier. Also, when uh, a football player like kicks another football player, that's also called foul. foul. Yeah. Understand. Okay. Um, one more. Um. The belt animal. That's a good one. I actually know this one because of the infographic that I saw. Damn it. <laughs> a belt animal, I believe it's... An, uh, oh, no. I can see it. I can see it. It's like an armadillo. Yes, it is. Yeah. Belt animal. Gürtel tier. Exactly. Gürtel tier. Belt animal. Why would why would it be a belt animal? Have you ever seen an armadillo before? Where are I, even armadillos? Um, I don't exactly know. I have to say, but I think because of the, maybe because of their, aren't they like super jacked? <laughs> super jacked. No, but like right now, I kind of envision them, their skin or their outer shell to kind of look like. Um, bricks from the roof that like overlap uh, one yeah. another but why you know? is that belt i have no idea like, <laughs> <laughs> great insight um <laughs> it wasn't the one like shield toad um yeah save some for for okay, another save another one for another time. okay sorry another time okay we'll come back to that one you want to flex with your knowledge. I, I don't actually... I know the English translations. I actually don't know the German ones. What What is a shield toad? Now you brought it up. Is that a turtle? It is, yeah. Okay. Shield toad. Protect? Mm, no. Sh oh, shim. Mm, shim. It's also wrong, but we could play that a little bit. Shim. Shield. Shield. Shit, it is shit. 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 Toad. What the hell is toad going to be? It's. I think it's frog, isn't it? Uh, not really, no. Um, it's kröte. <laughs> kröte. <laughs> More of a word. Shit, kröte. Shit, kröte. I was yeah. told yesterday that I don't breathe out of my nose when I speak German. You don't? Someone said to me that, like, Oh, I always had a friend that spoke German like you, and he always used to go, Ich muss my Nase blasen. <laughs> 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 oh, 
right. I love that. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to breathe while you're speaking. Jeremy. I don't know. Whenever I speak it, I feel like my nose just gets blocked and I just talk like this. It's very Well, weird. isn't that for British people? British people. No, you still breathe through your nose. No, just I don't feel... Like, if, I, if I speak like this, I'm not breathing through my nose. And you also don't sound British. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You're just talking with no air coming out your nose. <laughs> I could also hold my nose. Very impressive. Maybe it's just uh, accents that we do when we're learning them. You just, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's no room for air to be coming out my nose when I'm doing these pronunciations. Maybe I'm like protecting my like, throat or something like when I'm like German don't hurt me <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me no more um, no I get the same with trying to attempt a British accent but <laughs> too much Bridgerton <laughs> too much Bridgerton exactly great show by the way but so Annalie tells me she has a quiz for me Exactly. I have a quiz for you. Um, while we were kind of like mind mapping and uh, trying to come up with ideas for the podcast, I remember us talking about a potential beer quiz or something. A beer quiz. Okay. But uh, no, 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 no. I have something else. Do you remember when I uh, asked you about the men's underwear? <laughs> How was it called? Tidy whities. <laughs> Tidy whities, exactly. I found. Are a you quiz. about to like out me for something else? I just no 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 in no. The no. other podcast I was just on, <laughs> I was outed for being an Adam Sandler fan. <laughs> no. I do not wear a tidy whities. By the way, I can pull my pants down right now. <laughs> I was not about. I'm to scared. Out you. I'm scared. <laughs> the question is. Will you get a tidy whitey veggie? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shall we start? <laughs> okay, sure. I don't well, know how. Plot was no, he won't. He's not wearing them. But okay. I mean, let's let's jump into it. Okay. Um, question number one. How important is school to you? A, not at all. B, very much. Oh, this is C, commenting on if you're getting bullied at school. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Um, so wait, one, wait, what's the first question again? Sorry. The first question is, how important is school to you? A, not at all. B, very much. C, it's important, but not too important. Let me Does guess. It... it would be B. Uh, no, A for you. You want me to go back to when I was in high school? Mm, yeah. Yeah, probably A. Okay, can I click this? Oh, shoot. Oh, wait, I have to start it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't um, very good at school. I didn't do good math. Weren't you good or were you just not interested? I think there's a difference in that. I think I was, like, not interested from the get-go. And then, like, I felt so far behind in everything that it just became impossible to, like, catch up. I'm sure if I, like, really applied myself, like, they were, hey, you always apply yourself. I'm sure if I really put the effort in and like, um, like wanted to catch up, like I th I'm definitely smart enough that I could have like done really well, but 
I mean, I probably would still be in the same position right now if I had, like, put 110 into school or if I hadn't. So I have, I don't know, at this point I don't feel like there's anything that I really missed out on because I didn't, like, put put more into school. The only thing that I did do regret is, like, the amount of stress that it caused, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, what's the second one? Second question is... um, what do you usually wear to school? A, a hoodie and cargo pants. B, jeans and a t-shirt. C, trousers, button-down shirt and a bow tie. Well, it's actually C because we had a school uniform that forced us to wear uh, basically a half suit with a, a, a tie, white t-shirt, uh, pants not too dissimilar to this, black shoes, um, high socks it's very common for you to um have school uniforms isn't it i remember when i was in new zealand that um i was in a pair for a little teeny tiny while and the kids they were also wearing yeah school uniforms and i don't think there was one school i came across where you it's rare they do exist um but very rare i think out of the whole of melbourne there's like two schools um that were without uniform and it was only after a certain age and i know that that one of those schools now doesn't do it anymore they have a school uniform right to the end i think it stems from british um british schools and i think most british schools have uniforms as well i think it's just kind of a descendant from british kind of culture very i think that's very interesting we do have schools here where you have to wear school uniforms but that's private schools and very rare very very rare it sucks it's not good i don't think it's a beneficial at all like no i don't think uh, i do i do i did like being able to wear whatever i wanted to wear yeah um i mean it's not even about self-expression it's just that there was so much like emphasis put into how you were presenting yourself with the school uniform that it like kind of felt like it was suffocating to the point of like am i wearing the school uniform because like you're telling me to wear that or is it like i need to wear it so that i make you feel like i make the school feel good about like everybody wearing it to like the most like so it's like 10th degree so it's like a good like you're a good representative of the school yeah exactly and I, i just think that like I'm okay to wear the school uniform at a very basic level, but, like, when things like a T-shirt not being tucked in is, like, enough to get your detention, like, it's just a... It's a fucking headache. It's, like, it's so, like... There's so much better things you can be, like, focusing your energy and attention on. Like, I don't know, educating the kids. Like, (laughs) this is stupid. Yeah, I can see the point of... But I can also see why this is not working. Um, but like if you would make the point of um, you don't want like you kind of like want everyone to be equal in a way so everyone looks the same and there's like no comparing going on or like there's no flexing with certain maybe designer um, or brand branded clothes etc but then on the other hand um if the school uniform is costing like so much exactly, money, exactly. then that is so elitist or like elite elitist. elitist. And yeah, exactly. And it doesn't allow people who are poor 
Yeah. But it's supposed to like level the playing field for everyone. Like it doesn't at all. But when the pants, exactly. are, like when the whole school uniform is over a thousand dollars, like That's how that, how insane. is that level? How's that leveling at all? And like the options, you can always tell who the like poorer kids are because all the school uniform is ill fitting. Like it's just, it's stupid. You know what they should just do? Where what you know, like it's cheaper to go to like Target or like Kmart. Not that you probably know what that is. I, I do like, actually. <laughs> I used to shop at Kmart and Target for all of my clothes back in Australia, and buy just a white t-shirt and white pants, and the whole outfit is five dollars. Like, and you look nicer as well. Like, yeah. Just just do that and ban designer clothes from schools. Yeah, it's such think... an easy thing. Just ban designer clothes. Totally. Say you have to wear just kind of plain chill clothes to school. Yeah. Even just ban graphic tees. I don't care, but like, I don't know. Uh, it's it's just dumb and like another another step to like. Uh, I don't know. I I felt I felt kind of a bit. I feel strongly about that, and I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of disconnected from school because I never really felt like. Yeah, I can't imagine. I was heard or like a scene. I was just kind of told that I was wrong the whole time. I it was old. I guess it's also you're forced into something that doesn't, like that doesn't come naturally to you. I think that by the clothes we are wearing, we're also kind of like showing our mental state or like it's like clothes are like a bit more than just like just like something to yeah. like maybe show off or like look nice in or like to keep us warm for or whatever like all those different reasons there's also like this psycho psychologic aspect of it and there is also some research that has been done to it so it's not just like a but it's also like in australia it's very warm but it also in melbourne gets very very cold like cold enough that if the school uniform doesn't really like, you know, have a jumper that will keep you warm. Like the jumper that we had was similar to this, where it's like got huge holes in it, you know, like it's, it's a very like loosely knitted kind of thick cotton thing where the slightest breeze would just blow straight through this type of thing. Like when it's just like this and just a t-shirt underneath and that's your whole outfit and it's two degrees outside. And you're not allowed to wear it. And you're not allowed to sit inside at lunchtime. Oh. There's no open classrooms. You just have to sit outside. And the like, I'm literally wearing a school uniform right now. And the pants are as thin as this as well. Like, it's hopeless. Your socks are not matching. Socks <laughs> you would have been called matching. to the uh, principal's office. Principal's office. And yeah. you couldn't even wear a shirt underneath it or they tell you off. Oh, that's so... The school's messed up. up. School is messed up. Anyway, let's... Uh, Stop next complaining th- about it, but yes. Next question. Do you wear glasses? Unfortunately, yes. No way. Yes, but secretly. I can see that you don't, so we're going with no, no way. No, I don't wear glasses. Not yet. I feel like I will probably in the future. Maybe you'll start wearing blue screen glasses. They kind of give me a headache. I do have some, and I... They do give me a headache as well. It's like <laughs> they do like the opposite thing they're supposed to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, so ev- like every once in a while, I put them on just to like feel like I'm getting. Like, oh, yeah, give yourself <laughs> a headache <laughs> for the money that I. I don't really want to work them. today. Please turn glasses going. Oh man, my head hurts. <laughs> yeah. Which one of these animals would most likely be your pet? Goldfish, dog, e- iguana. 
Iguana, yeah. What is an iguana? Iguana's like a lizard. Oh, okay. Um, I would say a dog. Iguana, no. Yeah, <laughs> Um, okay. Next question. What's your hobby? Pranking friends, sports, video games. I think I'm a sporty guy. A sporty guy. Here we go. This is definitely a high quality quiz right now. Definitely, definitely. It's like um, scientific research. Yeah, basically. What's most likely for you to be when you grow up? A uh, football player, a scientist, a model. A uh, definitely a model. <laughs> I really... Well, those are three terrible options. Um, I really thought I was going to be a scientist when I grew up. Like, I really, like, earlier on in high school, I was going down the science path. I used to get some good marks in science. But then, like, it kind of got a bit more complicated. Then the school uniform happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It got a bit more complicated, and I just kind of lost interest in it. And I realized that, like... Science isn't creating fires and like doing science experiments. It's like writing, writing it down. Yeah, it's like ninety nine percent writing thesis papers, one percent testing the theory. Like, oh, I hated that. I always, I always got like everyone else to do that in science classes, um, to write everything down, and yep. I was like basically like doing the. We call it Bunsenbrenner, the thing that like Bunsen the little burner. the little thing that you turn Bunsen on. Bunsenbrenner. Yeah. Bunsenbrenner. Bunsenbrenner. They they had to give you a a, a license, a Bunsen Bunsenbrenner license. In your school. Yeah, you had to get a Bunsenbrenner license. I so you would do a class definitely. of how to light it, and then you get the Bunsenbrenner license. Nah, at our school they like they just showed it once to us, and that was it. And since. I remember doing it in primary school because I... You got to do it in primary school? Yeah. Gosh darn. But only because I chose to do it. Like, that was like a quarter of a year of like a... was like something we could choose to do. And I decided to... Like, one uh, quarter I did um, the um, history of Egypt. And then the other one was like chemistry. Okay. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so what um, am I gonna be? So Let's just go scientist. Scientist. Even though that's like the furthest possible thing that I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> uh, I mean, doesn't Instagram also have like some analytics and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Getting close. The science of Botox lips. Okay, Martin. Do you have a girlfriend? I've got girlfriends. Ew. No. Stinky. Yes, I'm in a serious relationship. Yuck. Is this high school or right now? Well, that's what you need to decide. I think it's high school. So okay. absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Oh, let's see if you get I'll it. Hide a I think, yeah. And finally, what type of underwear do you wear? <laughs> it's getting juicy. <laughs> tell me, tiny tell whiteies. Me, tell me. Tiny whiteies. Boxer shorts. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually, I've actually never seen tidy whities sold. So even if I could wear tidy whities, I would not even know where to buy them. So it has to be boxer shorts, unfortunately. I thought you were not wearing underwear. I did that a couple of times and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't recommend it at all. Okay, let's see what you got. 
What is it? Drum roll. Here we go. Paddle looks confused. It's super. It's just saying incorrect. It just says in, it just says incorrect. <laughs> it's so weird. Just says so. You got to score. Um, oh no no no! Here it's like view my results. This page is so shit. I'm so sorry for messing up so badly. Uh, certificate of achievement. You're um, a loser. <laughs> you got a score of thirty eight out of hundred on will you get a tidy whitey's benji so does that mean that i'll get one or i won't get one um is higher better or lower better i think so 100 out of 100 is means that you will get one i think the higher it is the more likely you'll get one yeah so i don't think you would get one okay good to know good to know yeah great <laughs> thank god we got that Amazing. out of the way that was perfect <laughs> all right let's roll straight into analyst challenge my challenge so we realized that we have skipped a challenge um that i was supposed to watch a movie and i didn't um but we will do Failed. a challenge episode next week where Annalie will do a challenge i'll finish my challenge and we'll all come together and we'll do a double challenge episode um, and I kind of feel bad about the challenge I'm about to give you, um, okay. because I feel that you've been giving me some really nice challenges and I've been, been giving you some, really, some really nasty challenges. ones yeah. and I'm about to give you another nasty one. Oh, great. So I can start calling myself nasty girl. <laughs> sure. <laughs> nasty girl. Yes. That's a good nickname. Um, <laughs> I think that you need to suffer a little bit for your culture. I have to suffer from my culture. Okay. Suffer from what your culture has done to other people's culture. Okay, which is you've uh, ruined Japanese food. I've ruined. No, 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 no. Exclusively has ruined Japanese food. Germans have, have ruined Ch- Asian and Jap- Asian food, especially Japanese sushi, is destroyed in this country. With cream cheese in what it. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> Cream cheese and sushi. What are you thinking, Germany? <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm not, it's not thinking. even like, a, oh my god, you put a pineapple on pizza. What are you thinking? This is like legitimately, like not even like, a, oh, I went to one store and they put cheese on the, uh, they put cheese on the sushi. This is literally every sushi store we've been to has put some sort of cheese on sushi. Only the really expensive and nice one we've been to once where we got like such a tiny portion of. Food. Oh yeah, they didn't, they didn't do it they because didn't. there was actually Japanese people working there. They would be like, you're insulting my culture. Um, hopeless what are they thinking like they are not thinking you 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 order like a like a sushi set right it's like salmon avocado um more salmon maybe some other rolls um and you'll always find that there's 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 cream cheese in one of the one of the salmon rolls or like even you find in the vegan vegetarian ones they put bloody Frisk, they put cream cheese in that as well. They put cream cheese in everything. Why? It doesn't work. <laughs> it's stupid. It's dumb. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like it either. I'm so mad about this, you know. <laughs> I'm literally so mad about it. Like, I like it's, it's so you frustrating that you I have to I, because it. they don't they don't list it. They never go like oh with with cheese. It's just like kind of given that it's just gonna come with cheese. 
So you have to be like, don't put cheese in it. Don't put yeah, fresh cheese to... in it. Don't put Philadelphia in it. You have to list every denomination that cheese could be called. In right. German, English, Swahili, anything, it has to be <laughs> listed. Oh. A, ca- a catalog of... Uh names of cheese so i want you to suffer for it now. <laughs> <laughs> eat cheese <laughs> so something else i've noticed is that the spice tolerance of germans is dismally low and you know what that's maybe why they put uh the cream cheese in there so you could have the wasabi so the fish is a bit it. too spicy <laughs> exactly <laughs> this this tuna is too spicy hans <laughs> put some cheese in it <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> But when you go, I'm off. <laughs> She's having flashbacks to when she was a child. <laughs> um, when you go to Indian restaurants, it's very uh, embarrassing sometimes how unspicy the spicy dishes up so normally in australia i would be cautious with the spice level because um it can kind of be quite hot actually like the the spicy stuff normally is very spicy so we do have a lot of Im- uh, indian immigrants and a large indian community and they if you go to a proper indian restaurant the indians are eating out they expect to get indian food that is as spicy as india yeah uh, actually newsflash it's not that spicy in india it's kind of the same spice level the whole way through But that's something different to talk about. Uh, but in Australia, it can get quite spicy. Here, I can easily order the spiciest dish and it's not even a joke. Like, it's 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 like barely a little bit spicy. Well, I, Besides that one, that Vietnamese shop that really messed me up. <laughs> I wanted to say, I disagree. I remember, um, it was like, it could be such a sweet memory, but no, it's just a very painful memory I have of uh, my dad and I, like, ordering food like we would like never really do that like i remember like in my like parents house we kind of like always cooked so having takeaway was very very rare but um we got some from um i think it was a chinese restaurant or a little bit like of a mixture of i don't quite know but i had I ordered green curry. That's not Chinese, that's Thai. Yeah, but it is like normally, it, it also has like Chinese dishes, so that's why I'm a bit Yeah, confused, that's why in but... Germany yet again, <laughs> Japanese, you all can order sushi at a Thai restaurant. <laughs> Fuck off. It's dumb. <laughs> well, I had the green curry and my dad asked me like before, he was like, are you sure the green one is like spicier than the red one <laughs> and i was like no no it's gonna be fine. green gonna means be no spice red means spicy <laughs> yes no no the green was spicier than the red one yeah exactly oh. yeah. and i ate it i cried because it was so spicy i cried through eating and but like you finished the, it. The, the, yeah i finished it but he was like are you okay are you okay do you need something do you need anything i was like no it's okay the tears will like the water from the tears will make it better <laughs> i had a similar experience that i got really sick in china when i was there and uh 
Actually, I had just finished being sick. Like, I was, like, the last couple of days of being ill. And I got up and I went to, like, a restaurant to order some food. And I was in, like, main, main, mainland China. Like, middle of nowhere. No, like, English. No one spoke any English. People were shocked to see her, like, a like a Westerner. Um, and I remember going into a restaurant and, like, when you're in, like, middle of nowhere China, your best job is just, like, point and just hope you get something good. And I remember, like, seeing, like, kind of, like, a photo of, like, a noodle dish. And I was like, yeah, that one. And they're like, yeah, no problem. They didn't say that. They said something else. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too sure what they said. They might say, you're about to die, because that's what happened to me. Um, and I remember getting the After dish. After being sick. And it, I looked at it, and it was, like, it looked pretty standard. But it was, I remember there not being many vegetables in it. It was, like, uh, noodles, egg, and then just, like, uh, kind of a really thick broth. And I remember sipping it and it was one of the spiciest things I've ever put in my mouth ever. It was ungodly spicy. And I, and I remember I remember getting it back to my house. Sorry, it's like a crackle there. Um, I remember getting it back to the house and by the time I got it back, all the restaurants had shut and I was just like stuck with this incredibly spicy dish. So it's just straining the noodles out and like kind of sucking them down. Oh no. Yeah. It's a bit miserable. Um, so I will have to do the exact same, it seems like. So yes, you need to, I want you to train your spice tolerance. I want you to, next week, you're going to eat a chili live on the podcast. And through the week, you're going to train your spice tolerance to oh, be a proper, boy, boy. A, a, a proper spice connoisseur. I don't know what else to say, but yeah, <laughs> that you're going to, you're going to be ready for this. What, what will the, uh, how will I train myself so we'll work up from not spicy to spicy so we'll start with a bit of sriracha then we'll start with a little bit of a a little chili then we'll work up our way to some more spicy chilies okay and then uh and then next week you'll uh you'll eat the big boy live on air (laughs) it's gonna be great i'm excited oh i hate you a little bit So I look forward to next week. I, think I we, don't. <laughs> I think we can pretty much finish it there, actually. My um, battery is literally about to run out on this microphone. Um, Just so, yeah. as my batteries will run out next week. When, uh, <laughs> this will be a short episode, maybe. Sure. We'll do it right at the end so you can, like, suffer. Off air. <laughs> yeah. Sounds okay. fair. Cool. Um, probably should plug the podcast I was just in. Pardon? I should probably plug the podcast I was just in, right? Yeah. So I was just on the MMT podcast. You can check that out. It's it's definitely going to be live once this... Oh, no, it might not be live once this is out. It'll be live at the end of the week on Friday. Um, we'll link it in the Instagram. You can also follow us on Instagram at a local and a foreigner. Low on caps. Instagram, lower caps. Uh, and you can send uh, love messages to us at a local and a foreigner at gmail.com. Um, besides that, have a beautiful day, night, week, whatever is ahead of you. Yes. Sounds good. Um, yes. Have a good day, night, week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.